I'm Eliza, a 16-year-old living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Everything's changing around me all the time, and with it, opinions are too. So I'm here to explain what's really going on in the minds of me and my friends. This week, I'm going to talk about what I'm stressed about, what I'm obsessed with, what I'm finding funny, and I'll also overshare a little bit. So recently, what I've been stressed about is that my report card came in about two weeks ago, which means that I had to go into school for a conference with my parents and my teacher. And basically, at my school, the student does most of the talking, which can be kind of hard for my parents and my teacher because I kind of don't know, I don't know what to say, and obviously they probably have more thoughts on it than I do. You get your report card the night before, and you're really stressed out, and you don't exactly know how you've done in anything. But what's really hard this year about the report cards is that it matters. Like, finally, my final grade will really have an impact on my college transcript and everything. So as a junior, it's like you really got to step up if you want to have happy time senior year. The report I got just now is actually just a progress report, so it won't go on my full transcript, but it does show how much do you need to do, and it has comments, and um, luckily it was actually better than the past years, because I guess I've just got more uh, motivation, or I'm more able to figure out what I need to do. I finally like learned a bunch of lessons and made more labs and everything, so it actually went really well, but um, the night I got them, unfortunately, leading into my oversharing, I had just been broken up with. Um, but I will discuss that later. So, I don't know, part of what really made this year better than the other years was I finally figured out how to really sit down and do something instead of letting myself be sidetracked and how to actually, you know, value the time that I want so badly, that free time. So in junior year, since you have so much less free time, you really, really want to make your working count and concentrate all of that effort in there, especially because, you know, I've got SAT stuff in the mix. So I kind of just realized, like, for my benefit and for everyone else's benefit around me, I've just got to sit down and, like, learn how to make my minutes count because it's there's nothing worse than, like, staying up late and knowing you have tests tomorrow and practice SAT on Saturday. Basically, I've, ever since, like, last year, I've started getting up on Sunday mornings, like, pretty early. I don't know. It's gone from being, like, 7.30 to, like, 8.30 because I just need my sleep. I get up and I go sit in my mom's office where she works at home and work for like a solid few hours because I just need to sit down and power through all that stuff, which is really nice because um, I feel kind of watched when my mom's there. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to procrastinate. I'm not going to do stupid stuff. Often I'll, I'll have my earbuds attached to my computer and she's like, all right, I'm just going to take those away. I really can't. I really kind of can't mess around and it's very actually really helpful that so it sounds kind of horrible but it's actually really nice I mean it's not like I'm actually finished with my homework on Sunday because you know I do have to work on Saturdays sometimes Friday nights Sunday night you know the whole routine it does mean that I don't sleep till like 11 and then finally just get up and watch TV and then start working because you have to get the process going if you're not gonna have one of those Sunday night freakouts about what you have to do Monday now for oversharing what recently happened to me was a breakup after like a year and almost a year and a half actually, I had had a boyfriend named Jake and we broke up like two weeks ago and it was super, super rough for a minute there. Um, you know, the whole ordeal of like crying in class, having your friends, you know, have to be like, don't talk to him, Eliza, don't message him on Facebook. And I was like, it's so hard. And you know, the whole general freak out and like, I even got an extension on an essay because I told my teacher, I was like, I just can't 
do it. And I also was sick. So it was just like this perfect storm of just horrible, horrible times. Um, but actually, everyone was super nice about it. I mean, the one thing is that I'm in the same homeroom or house, as we call it, as my ex-boyfriend. But it's actually fine because now, I mean, against my mother's advice, like, we're totally fine. Like, his mom even texted me afterward being like, I hope I see you again. It was really, really nice. I was like, I hope I see you again, too. Um, it's totally cool now. I It's weirdly, weirdly fine. Um, I had my moment where I was, like, screaming in the hallway. But that was just one day. My friends, like, looked up the stages of emotion after a breakup, and I just went through my anger stage in a, in kind of a whirlwind that day. I mean, another stage was, like, you know, going through all my stuff and being like, and these are his shirts, and these are his sweaters, and this is his jacket. I mean, I actually kept one jacket because it was so cute. I was like, all right, you can have your stuff back, but, like, this jacket is kind of going to be mine forever because I just love it so much. He was like, yeah, whatever, keep it. Um, I actually still have a bag full of various stuffed animals and shirts and whatever that I need to give back, but I'm keeping it for a little while because, you know, you never know where you'll find those random things that you should give back. I mean, everywhere I go, it's like, wait, is this mine? Like, I can't even remember anymore. So I kind of had to go get a few new clothing items because I was like, wow, half my wardrobe is gone now. So that was kind of rough, but, I'm, you know, we're getting over it slowly but surely. That's one of the things that made me glad, though, that I kept my friends I don't know, I like, honestly, I don't know what I would have done if I had dropped all of my friends and then gone through a breakup, because, like, if you just let yourself be taken over by one person, then what are you supposed to do when you're not with them? It's not like we actually had groups of friends that were, like, overlapping. I had my friends, he had his friends, they didn't really hang out that much. I mean, he kind of, he kind of got to know my friends just by hanging out with me. It was never really like they were tight. So it's kind of nice to just not have that much change in that area anyway. But like my grandmother for a really long time kept asking, you know, like, do you still have girlfriends, Liza? Do you still have girlfriends? I was like, yes, I still have girlfriends. But actually, you know, she was right about that because it would have been really, really horrible to just like feel totally lonely after that terrible time in my life. Something, you know, helpful hints for friends or someone who's breaking up with someone right now is just to like stay with people and it's really hard not to talk about it 24-7. After we broke up we had a three-day weekend because it was conference day right then. So I went, I went to a museum with my friends and I went to their houses and we were talking a lot and texting and whatever and I felt really bummed about it but it wouldn't have even been as close to as good as I was if I had just been sitting at home watching TV. Especially because, you know, I would watch The Office or something and be like, we can't watch this episode because Pam and Jim are in love in this episode. So I feel like you've got to go outside and you've got to talk to people that love you because they were actually so supportive. And I always kept being like, oh my gosh, I'm being so annoying about this. But I mean, it was only like a week long thing where I was really, really sad. I mean, I'm still bummed like often right now, but it's just not nearly as hard as it was before. So it was so, so rough. And I'm just really grateful that I had you know, the ability to go be with people because I don't know what I would have done otherwise. So something that actually helped me though when I was sitting at home, weirdly, was just watching makeup videos online. I don't mean like makeup tutorials, I mean watching hauls or first impressions, which for those uninitiated into that world is where people on YouTube like go buy a ton of makeup products and then basically just show you like here's what I think of this mascara. This eyeshadow looks really good on this part of your eye and here's what it looks like on my hand. I was really obsessed with that and still am actually because it's just such a comfort to be in that world where it's like, 
this is the only thing that matters, Eliza. It's so okay. Like, just look at this. It's going to be so pretty. And it was just, it was really kind of a hypnotic, peaceful experience to just sit there watching video after video after video of people saying, I don't like this product. I love this product. Here's why I used it all up this year. So, you know, I would really recommend that. Even if I'm just stressed about like writing an essay or something, it's very peaceful, but maybe that's just a specific type of person who will be super helped by that. There's not even like one specific person whose videos I love watching because if you look up like makeup haul on YouTube or products I regret buying, you'll just find probably like millions of videos from various people with various numbers of um, subscribers. It's just you can watch, you could watch endlessly. And it's so peaceful to see all these different people talking about their different experiences. So, you know, there's not even one specific person I would recommend. Just go for it. But something a little more crowd-friendly that I would also recommend, which is my something funny for the week, is Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I had weirdly been avoiding for a while. I don't know. I love The Office. I love Parks and Rec. So I love, you know, those happy sitcoms that with people that are great. But um, for some reason, I'd been, like, very anti-Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But during the breakup, I started watching it because I was like, I can't take my old shows anymore. Um, so mainly because those, I was like, we've watched them together. So I totally wanted something different. And so I watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I basically watched all three seasons in like two days. It's really funny. It's really like so many people that I'd never seen before. All hilarious. Really nice. Like everyone loves each other. No one's mean. It's just great. And it's one of those shows where like, you know, there's... A gay black captain and they don't make a big deal they don't make that just his character and you know like they do a great job of having a wide variety of people but not making everyone a stereotype it's just a really really fun show to watch and I'm I was really disappointed when I like powered through it um, because it just had kept me so like what's gonna happen next instead of watching the office where I can basically find any episode based off the title and know what it's gonna be and what season it is so that was really, really fun. I would definitely recommend that. So now something I am done with. I tend to be someone who collects a lot of things. Like once I pick an item, I'll just go hard on that thing. So for a while in like fifth grade, it was different kinds of chapstick. Like who needs, who needs hundreds of chapsticks? Like I definitely did it, but I did it anyway. But then for a really long time, it was nail polish. So basically I had every color of nail polish ridiculous ones that like my grandparents in Missouri would laugh about at Christmas they were like are you wearing green on your nails And I was like yeah I'm wearing green on my nails but recently I have transcended that and I've lately only been wearing you know like black or light pink or the occasional you know red I like glitter I'm descending I'm going into my glitter slash black slash pastel phase style wise which I really feel is a result of this breakup where I'm finally not wearing his clothes and I'm wearing my own clothes and I'm loving it. I got some really cool shoes. Anyway, back to nail polish though, I had these giant boxes marked with like different categories. So it would be like green or sparkly or uniques, whatever that meant. And slowly I've been emptying them out and this weekend I just destroyed them. Like I took everything out. I only kept the few that I really wanted that I actually wear and it's been such a like cleansing experience. It just felt very peaceful to finally get rid of the random like greens and yellows that I would probably haven't worn since like 8th grade. I gave them to my sister, I just totally took out all of the containers and was like I don't need this anymore, I'm free and so 
You know, who needs like goopy nail polish from seventh grade? I do not, and I will not be drawn in by that anymore, probably. So that is it for this week. Thank you for listening, and listen next week because who knows what we'll be in here in seventh grade.